Welcome back to another edition of Hey, Health Matters, because Hey, Health Matters. I'm Pete. I'm Jason. Hey, Jason. How you doing today? Very good. Feeling good? Had a great Wednesday today. Getting caffeinated? Yep. We got my coffee here. Did bring the energy? I did not have a focus aid, though. You did? I did not. You didn't. So I might be down a little bit today. <laughs> I'll do my best to. Well, if you need me to break at any perky. point uh, for a caffeine break, I'm all for it. No, I'll be all right. So, what is our topic of the day? Today, we're going to be talking about how to lose weight for skeptics. Now, uh, uh, when you say for skeptics, what would make somebody skeptical that weight loss is possible? It's typically people who have tried something mm-hmm. with several not, things, possibly maybe several, <laughs> several things with not much success. Every trendy thing on the internet. Yep. Um, so yeah, they've they've maybe paid for something, or you know, done a a, a four to six week program with with minimal success, and and you know, then you develop the the attitude or the mindset that you know I I'm I'm trying stuff, it's just not working. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully today we can kind of, you know, show a better path or, or help with some Get of those issues. Get you off your skepticism. Yeah. Onto success. Yeah, because that's what we're all about here. All right. Very if, good. If this stuff didn't work, then people wouldn't be coming back to me. There you they, go. They wouldn't be paying anymore. So <laughs> so uh, the results speak for themselves. They do. They really do. And and we have tons of testimony to, to show for it. Excellent. Excellent. Well, you know, I've... Um, I am not a skeptic or a cynic when it comes to weight loss. I've lost over 100 pounds looking at some of the principles here mm-hmm. we're going to talk about. So I can hopefully draw on some of that experience. And I, we've talked about in previous podcasts your weight loss experience too. And it gives you a little bit of different perspective on life when you were heavier and you've kind of gone through that journey. Right. So let's talk a little bit. And, and I always say the biggest muscle you have to work out first this one yeah it's it's the mindset and so the biggest thing for us to think about is your self-identity okay and what i mean by that is what do you call yourself what what is the voice inside of your head saying about yourself are you an overweight person are you out of shape are you obese or do you look at yourself as a healthy person um a good correlate I like to use is uh, think about like a smoker or maybe um, someone who drinks alcohol or doesn't. So my father has not drank alcohol in the past, I think it's eight or nine years. Wow. It might even be 10 years. Okay. It's very clear that he is not a drinker. Right. Or, what, you know, whatever someone who doesn't drink alcohol is, whatever that term is. So when the situations come where he has to make a decision is very easy. I don't drink alcohol. Is that an option? Right. Right. So what we have to do is shift that mindset and to start, you might need to lie to yourself. Okay. If you're overweight, it might be tricking yourself to tell yourself you're a healthy person. Um, But that's what we need to get to. You need to have the mindset that you are healthy so that you do the things healthy people do when you get put in this, the situations to make a decision. So for example, if you go to work and there's donuts, put it through the filter of, 
I'm a healthy person. What is a healthy person going to do here? They're not going to have the donut. They're not going to have the bagel, whatever it is, you know? Um, it's just making that decision because what I started to do as an intermittent faster is when their donuts would show up at work, like you're saying, there's no decision here. I'm not eating right now. So I don't have to sit there and be tempted by the donut. The decision is already made for me. And then another key aspect is, are you trying to be healthy or are you healthy? Mm -hmm. So smoking, for example, if I give you this example, there's a person who is trying to quit or there's someone who does not smoke. If we give them each a pack of cigarettes, which one is going to be more likely to smoke it? Right. As the person who says they're trying to quit, right? We need to get rid of that trying. We need to just be, I'm a healthy person now. There's no try Yoda, that type no, of thing? No, exactly. Right? Yeah. And, and like I said, it, you might not realize it on the surface level. You might be out of shape. You might be heavy. You might have some extra weight, whatever. That's fine. Your body will catch up once you make the decision in your mind. So like I said, that is the first muscle to kind of get going. And, and to me, that is almost the biggest hurdle because if you can get through the mindset, so many of the blockages we put are of our own doing. So if you mm-hmm. can get over that and just kind of almost like awaken to the fact that, oh, I don't have to give in to this thing that, I've, that I think has been holding me back. It's just up in my brain. Right. Yep. Just get past that. Yep. Sometimes easier said than done. Yeah. Though. Yeah. And so this will kind of go into our next one which is environment. Okay. So your environment think typically about at home, but it could be at work too, Mm -hmm. or, or your extracurriculars, whatever else you do. Are you setting yourself up for success or is your, is your environment going to hinder your success? So when it comes to being a healthy person, do you have a bunch of junk food around the house? You know, do you, maybe you want to start getting active, but you come home and you have your PlayStation 5 or your, your mm-hmm. Xbox. I don't even know what the new Xbox is. But You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> if you have your video game out, but you really want to go to the gym, but once you get home, you see your video game and, and the couch and you're tired, what are you going to do? You're going to sit down and play the game. So if we can clean up our environment, get rid of the junk food, only have healthy food, get anything else that, you know, distracts us it could be a video game it could be alcohol or or whatever whatever that distraction is for you get rid of that Mm -hmm. you know um some people some people who are like addicted to the tv they'll put their tv in the closet and then it's kind of this if you make it harder to go do like yeah so maybe you don't have to get rid of your video games but when you're done playing put it away so that if you want to play, you have to make the decision to go get it. And then it's just going to be harder. It's going to be another decision you have to make. I always use that for treats. Mm-hmm. When you talk about junk food around the house, I don't keep it around the house. So I always say if I want chocolate, I have to make the decision to get up, get dressed, put my shoes on, and especially in the wintertime, bundle up. We're, we're way too I mean? lazy for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So it's <laughs> like, eh, I got apples in the fridge, right. man. You know? And at that point, maybe it's... Okay, I don't even need anything to eat, right? Because right, right. if you're bored and you're just eating because you're bored, if you don't have any junk food, you know, you're going to see the veggies in your fridge and go, you know what, I guess I'm not that hungry. Again, right, exactly. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have options on hand. And it seems to me whether it, and there's so many different brands, I don't even think I have to plug one or another, 
they have healthier snacks, you know, healthier options available, whether it's protein-based or like an MCT oil-based or something mm-hmm. like that, where yep. it's a healthier option to go to. I wouldn't overdo it, but if you just have that craving, so it's part of that creating a healthier environment than yep. what you might be used to. Right. So, And some of that, too, is when you're on the weight loss plan, you're with, living with other people maybe who are not. And that's another yep. environmental issue and concern that I see over and over again. I, I, I don't you know, want to say I had it rough, but it was one of the things I experienced was, okay, I'm living with people who are not doing this. Yeah. So the junk food is around, and now I have to be that much, you know, that much stronger right. about it. And, and, and it's hard. So people look at very successful people. Maybe it's the people who have six-packs or you know, whatever it is that you desire, and they say, Oh, that person has so much willpower that they can turn down every piece of junk food. And that's why they have their ripped six pack apps. Well, it's not that they have better willpower. It's that they were more successful in their environment. So they, they, they don't have to make as many decisions. Right. So when the one hard decision comes up, they haven't made any all day. So it's easier for them to say, no, I don't want that, you know, or no, I'm going to do this instead. And I think for me too, um, you know, we're all ultra focused on health right now and staying healthy. So I think it's just knowing that two plus two equals four. If I want to be healthy, these are the decisions yep. I have to make. And that yep. was the disconnect for me for a long time. I don't know if I've told you, I've told a lot of people the package of Oreos story. I could go through a package of those in a day <laughs> with milk to boot, right? Like, yep. yeah, what, what, what could go wrong with that combination? But then you wonder why you feel like garbage and why yeah. you have no energy and right. why you're gaining weight. Well, what two plus two equals four in that case. Right. So in this scenario, you know, you, you just don't buy the Oreos and they're not there to take down the whole, well, I've learned whole that. package. <laughs> yeah. I've learned there, that since then. <laughs> uh, so those two, mindset and environment, those are kind of like the, the less tangible of the four items we're going to go through. Then we have the diet. Mm-hmm. You know, It says natural and healthy on there, so I should be okay, right? Right, right. Well... <laughs> here's the kicker if if they have to tell you it's natural and healthy then i think they're they're what? pulling your leg a bit you're, you're protesting too much right like, um, what's going on here healthy foods don't need to tell you they're healthy you just know they're healthy they're green they're typically fresh. they don't have a label on them <laughs> right you know right. yeah they're green they're orange they're purple they're red they don't come in a package um they at one point had faces <laughs> you know, or or they grew from the ground. So really, you you have to figure out, and there's different ways to do this, but you have to take an honest assessment of what you're eating. Are you drinking soda? Are you drinking calories? You know, juices. Juice drinks have a ton of sugar in them. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like smoothies and and juice cleanses. Like I'm not the biggest. If if you're Anything that you're you're juicing, I'd rather you just eat it anyways because you'll feel full if you if you and you're going to get less sugar eating the apple than drinking the apple right, juice. Right. So, yeah. So I, I'd rather eat that kind and of you're stuff. You're going to get some fiber too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. um, you could just take a notebook and every time you eat something, write it down. You don't even need to put the quantity; just mm-hmm. what it was. At the end of the day, look back, see how much was, you know, a processed food. So, you know, if it came from a box, if it 
you know, came from a, a plant or anything. That would be, when I say a plant, a manufacturing plant. Right. Not a... Not not something that had roots and was in the right. dirt, right? If it came from a manufacturing plant, that's by definition processed. Um, so, you know, those are the kind of things. And the reason why those are bad for us is because they're loaded with sugar and they're loaded with fat. The most important thing we need as human and active human humans what's the word there yeah i think we're both humans so we can do plural yeah (laughs) active people um is protein that's the most important thing because protein is the building block for muscle for bone you know for hair for um your vital organ regeneration all that kind of stuff is protein and all the processed food has no protein it's just the other two which is easily stored as fat. Either it's sugar or it's, if they don't have a lot of fat, they put a lot of sugar or vice versa, or sometimes both. Right. So it can be a dangerous combination over time. And then you're spiking, spiking your blood sugar too. Mm-hmm. So then you're going to store yep. even more fat. Yep. So that's the third key there is, you know, really getting honest with yourself, what you're putting in your body. Is it junk food? Is it real quality food? You know, that, you'd be comfortable giving to your little kid. And to the know. protein uh, thing too, when weight loss, the concern is you lose muscle if you lose weight. And you look at the scale and you go, well, I lost weight, but what weight did you lose? Are you burning fat or are you losing muscle? Right. Because clearly you want to burn fat, but you want to build muscle. Right. You want to be leaner right. and stronger over time. And that's where more protein comes in. Yep. So people actually who join the gym here, they'll realize pretty quickly that they actually the the weight on the scale goes up mm-hmm. but their body kind of shrinks down right. and i was like well what's going on you know this doesn't make sense i feel better i look better but my weight is going up well it's because they're kind of trading the fat for the muscle you know the muscle weighs more per volume than the fat does so if you lose a unit of fat and replace it with a unit of muscle that muscle's heavier right and again, that's why we shouldn't live and die by the number on the scale. There's mm-hmm. more to it than that. Yep. And that's where journaling, nutrition, and you kind of, it, it gives a little bit more context to that number. The number on the scale is a tool, mm-hmm. you know, it's information, not to be upset or excited about, but just to understand. It's okay. like looking at your fuel gauge and saying, all right, I got half a tank. Right. right? You, you don't, unless maybe you do. When, when, you get, <laughs> when it gets too low, you might freak out, but. Yeah, you know, it's information that you make a decision with. When it gets low, okay, I need to go fill up now. Same so, same kind of thing with the number on the scale. It's not something to get emotional and freaked out about. It's it's something to use as an indicator of your health. Mm-hmm. And it's not the best one. Um, and not the best one because I, I, I love to annoy my family by saying, I ate X, Y, and Z on healthy things. I didn't gain any weight this past <laughs> week, you know, but that's not the be all and end all. You right. can't just how much bad food can you get away with? I mean, after a while, that's going to gonna catch up with you. And so when we talk about processed foods, one of the first things I look for on a label is added sugar. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm, yep. I'm the guy in the grocery store looking at the label going, okay, it's got six grams. Usually it's five. I should cut off at five. So, so there's that. And then the other one that always bugs me is sodium content too. Okay. Like how yeah. much am I really going to retain water or fluids because I'm putting something high in sodium. And again, something labeled healthy might be frozen, but it's full of sodium. It's right. Got all that's right. in there. So that's not necessarily good for either. Right. 
Right. No, definitely not. Because like you said, if, if you eat or like, you know, you go have some tacos or something and, and, uh, you know, how did you know (laughs) (laughs) you you get the chips that are loaded with sodium too, loaded with salt on them. And then all the water you drink during that meal is retained because your sodium content is so high. So you might weigh in the next day up one, two pounds, but it's not accurate because it's just retained water. Right. I've made the mistake of eating Chinese carry out the night before a wedding. That's not that's not a fun thing necessarily. Um, another tricky thing is the the recommendations of, you know, what heart healthy food is. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people unfortunately have been misled by what whether you call it the marketers at the big companies or the government or whatever, whoever is saying, you know, like the cereals are good for you. It's just not true. All those, um, those servings of carbs you're supposed to get in the pyramid, right? That's right. That's not necessarily that is, that's what you should be doing. the worst thing that could have ever happened Yeah. because now everyone, the, the, they think what we need to be eating is breads and grains and I can eat those little O's for breakfast. Right. It's good for my heart. It's on the box. It's really not. The little B told me it was all right. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's actually, you know, one of the worst things we can be doing. So, uh, uh, you know, it, it, there's there's a very direct correlation between when those recommendations were made and the health of people in America, the obesity rates. I mean, you just think of something as basic as bread. It's in everything. If you're mm-hmm. going to get a burger, if you're going to get a sandwich, if you're going to eat toast in the morning with avocado on it, like you're getting you're getting that that amount of carbs, you're getting that rush. And I think that plays into the whole eating all day thing too, because you're not getting that foundation in the morning. Right. Rock solid protein. You need. The other thing is, you know, take white bread for an example. There's literally no other nutritional value there other than the starch, the carbohydrate. So you eat the, the bread or the cereal, whatever it is, you get some calories, you get the, the rush, the sugar rush, but your body needs the vitamins and the minerals. So what happens is the body thinks it was fueled. In an hour, it realizes it wasn't. And it becomes hungry again because it wants those fuels. The vitamins, you know, vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin C, all these things. Iron, potassium, all these things we need to function. And I, I'm not a dietitian here. I, I don't, you know. But I've learned enough. We can play one on a podcast, right. though. <laughs> I've, I've learned enough to understand the basic ideas here. Sure. Um, that, like I said, when, when you eat these starches that have no other nutritional value, you're hungry again in such a short period of time because your body is still hungry for those vitamins, minerals, and nutrients. The other good skill, as we talk about all this, is just to plan your meals. I mean, right before we went on the air, a little behind the scenes, I ate my lunch. Um, I, I had a plan for what I was going to do so that I didn't leave here afterwards and hit the drive through on my way home because right. I'm starving. So, and you know, again, I went to the grocery store the other day and said, I'm going to eat this and not necessarily what night, what, but I have all of these, these options now that are there and are available. So I'm not sitting there at six or seven o'clock and I going, well, what should I, right. what should I eat for dinner? And that, that's interesting because that plays back into our first two points. What does a healthy person do? They plan the food they're going to eat all week. They go to the grocery store on Sunday. Maybe they prep the food all week, um, which that goes into the environment. If you have your meals all made already, 
you don't have to make hard decisions on what you want to eat. You have a meal ready in the fridge. You're just going to grab it and heat it up. Boom. There's your healthy meal. You don't have to make a decision. When you're tempted later on in the day, it's going to be much easier to make the right decision because you didn't waste a decision already. I'm going to bring up a phrase I don't like. Cheat days or yeah. cheat meals. The term cheat. So like you're, you're on a plan or you're in a mindset, but you're going to cheat on it. Mm-hmm. So what, what's your feeling on the cheat mentality? It depends. If, if you're someone who's like an athlete and they need to be dialed in 99.9% of the time because you're trying to optimize everything about your training and, and your body and everything, then maybe there are strategic times to go off course and to have a cheat meal, you know, um, for the rest of us. Yeah. Cheating is a dirty word. and implies that you did something wrong. Right. I would rather you just be okay with the fact that maybe on maybe Sundays, you're just not going to be super strict, you know, and there are better and worse ways we can do that. If you need to have pancakes on Sunday, there are healthier options. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to have the Bisquick loaded with sugar. <laughs> you can get something like a Kodiak cake that has some protein in it. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, like the, the whole wheat flour. So it's got some of those nutrients that you need. Maybe instead of putting just the plain butter on there, use some peanut butter. So you're still getting that kind of that naughty meal right but you don't have to beat yourself up about it because what we don't want is you to go so far off track that you think you need to throw out throw away the whole plan or think you need to do 10 hours of exercise the next day to make up for it not that this is a typical thing and i want to jump and launch off that exercise point but there was a major league i think he's still a pitcher in the major leagues i mean just a specimen of an athlete but he would say once a week he would go when he was in chicago go to whatever expensive restaurant and order everything off the menu and eat uh, who knows 20 million calories probably of course he was a professional athlete who can go up and down the bleachers and have no problem and burn it all off but maybe on a smaller scale we can realize the human body is capable of uh, handling right some some of what we throw at it so a lot of people watch the rock and they see his epic cheat meals i think like every two weeks he does one where he probably like ten thousand calories yeah you have to understand the Rock works out at least two to three hours a day, very intensely, very hard. The man is 6'5", I think, 6'6", <laughs> six, six, somewhere around there. He's probably like 260 pounds. He has a lot of muscle mass that he's fueling. So he's having that cheat day, but he's probably already under the amount of calories he needs to eat on a daily basis, and that probably just helps him maintain. But on the other hand, I think we brought this up last week. It's not a calories in, calories out thing when it comes to exercise. It's, right. It's, we should, maybe that's part of getting back to the mindset point. Stop thinking, well, what I put in, I can burn off the next day in the gym. It doesn't right. quite work that way. Because, I mean, your body's probably made new cells off of what you put in yourself already. So. Right. So should we, should we jump to the, the final point then? And that, that's the, the exercise or the physical aspect. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, what are you doing? You know, are you doing anything? Are you doing nothing when it comes to activity? And you don't have to do a ton. You know, if if you are starting from nowhere, I don't expect you to have to come to the gym and work out six times a week. Whew. Maybe. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. <laughs> maybe you, you go for a walk 
two or three times a that week. That was a great way for me to start was yeah. just to try to do it. And yeah, the majority of days and I would start with a mile, work it up to two. And then I think I got up to three or four. Yeah. You, was, know? you don't so. even have to do a mile, just 30 minutes, 20 minutes, okay. 30 minutes, you know, over time you'll build up. Maybe you go for a ride. Maybe you go for a, a hike through, you know, pets or something, a nice, a nice park or trail. Um, some take the dog for a walk, something to get the body moving. Mm -hmm. And, and like you alluded to before, we're not necessarily trying to punish ourselves through exercise. We monitor our calories and we do the calorie in calorie out thing through our diet, what we're putting into our body. And then the physical part is getting our body, you know, used to moving again, increasing our metabolism because now we're building a little bit of muscle we're, you know, waking, waking up some of the dormant function, you know, we're all supposed to be able to squat all the way butts to our ankles and then put something all the way overhead. But hardly any of us can do that anymore because we haven't done it in 30 years. So we need to start doing activities that are going to help us get through all of these different physical aspects. And, you know, making our bodies function as they were supposed to function. Yep. I mean, we weren't, we didn't, we didn't come about in an environment where there was a couch and a TV and video games, nope. like we're saying nope. before, you're running from predators. You had to be in good shape. You're, so. you're hunting your own food. Right. You know, so you had to be physical with, if, if you're dealing with some sort of aggressive prey, mm -hmm. you know, or maybe if you, you know, thousands of years ago you're in the tribe and and you're fighting to stay in so maybe you're you're fighting a fellow human or something you, you had to be on top of the physical thing you might go a couple of days without eating so you need to be prepared whenever your opportunity comes nowadays that's that's so and keep in mind the the part we just described where you might not eat for a few days you need to hunt your prey you know, that was 99% of human existence. Right. What we're in now is maybe half a percent to 1% of human existence. And our subconscious, our bodies don't understand the change, haven't, hasn't caught up to it yet. So we consciously need to know that we weren't made to sit on a couch. We weren't made to sit behind a desk all day long. We need to do things, you know, maybe... You know, you're at work, there's not much you can do, but every, you can set a, a, an alarm on your, your phone every hour to get up and just take a lap, mm -hmm. you know? Um, you can always sit and drink water. I mean, you can stay hydrated. It's one right. of the simplest things yeah. to do. So. You know, so you drink a cup of water. Once it's empty, you get up, you go fill it back up, and now you're staying active. You know, you could get a standing desk, that kind say, of yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of different opportunities to... It, we're not going to be perfect. We're not asking you to, but there's a lot of room for improvement. And there's always uh, the next thing that you can do, the next challenge uh, that you can take. And I guess that would be um, kind of one of the things where we, as we've gone through the points is that one action point giving you something you can do. So, you know, take oh, a look yeah, at we, those processed foods. We, take a look at that uh, daily activity. We, and, we were going to give some actionable items here that we, you, could, you could implement. So let's go through those again. Sure. Um, so for the mindset piece, which was getting back to the self identity that you have for yourself, you know, whatever you call yourself, what I would say is somewhere 
write it down somewhere that you will see it every day. So whatever you want your identity to be. So maybe that's, I'm an athlete, um, healthy, I'm a, an active person, whatever it is, write that down. What I do is on my phone, I just have a reminder that is just, I don't clear it. I just leave it in every day, whatever that note that I want myself to see every, it's right there so I can see it. You can write it on your mirror, you know, whatever, get a whiteboard and somewhere you'll see it every day. Write down the identity you want to be so you'll every day know. And then it will be a lot easier to remember that than when you have to make those decisions. That's very good. And so then for, for mindset, and then we have environment and our action piece on environment. So you got to clean it up. We, we kind of talked about it before, but if you have junk food at the house, get rid of it. If you share a house with someone who is not as serious about getting healthy with you, I would say have a conversation with them. Say, hey, this I need to do this for myself. Um, if you're not on board, then what, you know, I'm clearing the fridge. If you want your stuff, put it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Get your own fridge that you keep downstairs. If you want to keep your junk food, put it in the closet. I can't have it in my space. I can't, I can't, where it's, where I can see it and yeah, where I can think about exactly. it. Exactly. Um, if it's at work, this one's a little harder, but you can ask your colleagues to just respect, you know, mm-hmm. your, your wishes. Um, you can ask them maybe not to leave donuts out. They can still have them and just give them to the people directly. Um, or maybe, you know, if, if your desk is somewhere and you walk by the break room every day to get to your desk, maybe make a new route that goes a, a longer way. That'll do two things. It's going to be longer, so more movement that we already talked about is very important. And then you're not going to get the temptation anymore. Um, uh, what I would used to do when there was donuts, when we used to have people around the office and there'd be donuts, I'd go there and I'd open the box and I'd look at the donuts and I'd say, I don't need you. <laughs> Close it up right. and walk away. And there was something very therapeutic to being able to do that, to say there's no power here anymore. Right. And I, you know? I that goes back to the first point. Because mm-hmm. your mindset was so set that that's not the kind of person you are anymore. Then you don't need the environment. Just so, remember how lousy it made me feel to when you right. eat three donuts in one sitting. So previously, I, I had to, I couldn't have any food, bad food, any junk food around the house. My wife likes to have potato chips and ch- She's been an athlete her whole life. She doesn't have an ounce of fat on her. She can eat those things and be okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not so much me, but I've developed my identity to the point where it's fine. I can walk by chips and not care. Like I, I'm, I don't have the craving for them anymore. I know they're not doing anything good for my body, so I don't need them. So there, there's that point too. You might get to the point where you don't need to take the long way around, you know, and it could be a same thing for like your route home. If, if you have McDonald's on the way home and you got into the habit, you might not even do it because you want to do it. That's just what happens right. after work. I go right next door to McDonald's. I get my thing and then I go home, go a different way, you know, break that habit, break that cycle. Um, for the gym, it could be as easy as packing your gym clothes and putting them in your car so that when you get in the car, the first thing you see is, is your gym bag. And then that's a reminder to, okay, I'm going to the gym now. I'm not going straight home. 
you know, cause that, that's tough too. If, if you have to go home after work, get your gym closed, then maybe class doesn't start for 30 minutes. So you sit down and wait. And then next thing you know, you're not going. Right. Um, so make it easier, put the stuff in the car, come straight to the gym. Maybe you have to kill 10 minutes before class starts, but that's fine. Yeah, people are friendly. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Catch up, socialize yeah. from a safe distance. It's all good. So that's, that's the second action point is just clean up your environment, which as we discussed has a couple different pieces in it, but it can be done if you're serious. True enough. And it's, I always say it's hard work, but it's not impossible work. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes you come to the mental, I, I just speaking for me personally, come to the point where you go, I don't think I can do this, but you know, with the, with the proper influence and the proper mindset, like we were saying before, um, and the environmental changes, you can, you absolutely right. can. And we're not necessarily saying this all happens, hap- has to happen at once. There's a lot of H's there. <laughs> um, it doesn't have to happen at once. Maybe. This week, we're just getting rid of the soda, and we're not going to care about the chips or, you know, the chocolate yet. Next week, we can take care of the chips. You know, it, it doesn't need to be all in if, if you don't think you're ready mm-hmm. for that. There will be some people who do better by just doing a clean slate. I'm doing everything. I'm getting all the bad stuff out, and that goes back to knowing your own personality. For me, it was, well, if I don't clean it all up right away, when am I going to take those steps? You know, right. it's sort of a, I guess it was kind of cold turkey uh, mm-hmm. in a certain sense, especially when you're first starting. Um, and that's I, why those the practical steps are so important. So me and you are kind of the, the more loose fly by the seat of our pants kind of people. So yeah. Gee, what gave you that idea, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> it's much easier for us to just make the decision and go with it. So, mm-hmm. to, okay, today I'm cleaning out all the garbage. We're going to make new habits. Someone like my wife, who is extremely regimented, she's going to sit down and lay out a plan. Okay, this week I'm getting rid of soda. Next week I'm getting rid of chips. Third week I'm getting rid of chocolate. Fourth week I'm getting rid of cereal. And then a month from now she's got a, a much better diet. Because she, she knows she's better with a plan and she's stuck to her plan. Mm-hmm. Where I get halfway through a plan and it's like, what and I was the goal? And I want yeah. chips again, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> right. So you, you got to know your own, your, own, your own person too. Uh, it's always good practical information, uh, Jason. And uh, hopefully people can take that away from this. You know, if you, if you listen and say, all right, that's all good info. Where do I go? Hopefully these are some good action points mm-hmm. right. that you can start implementing over time. Over time. No big rush uh, to all of that. So we got time. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so last two, we'll try sure. to get through these. Um, the diet, the action, on, and this is this is a big ask, but if you're serious about getting healthy, is cut out, eliminate all processed foods. So when you go shopping, you're getting stuff in the produce, you know, your veggies, your fruits, salads, those kind of things, and you're getting your meats and eggs kind of the stuff around the perimeter of the grocery store. Shouldn't really have to go in the middle aisles too much. Eggs are such little protein bombs. I love them. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yep. Um, and then the final one for the physical, you know, I kind of talked about this already, but just get active. Go for a 20-minute walk. Go for a 30-minute walk. Bike ride. Take the dog out, whatever it is. You don't you have know. to lift a thousand pounds right. your first day out. You don't have to, you can come to a class once or twice or maybe physical therapy and then do something else. You know, you don't have to do every, you don't have to go to 
you know, sitting at, on your couch all day long to next week doing six intense CrossFit workouts a week. I mean, your body's probably not going to let you anyway right. at that point. Right. And so. Pete, you're the best example. When you started, you started twice a week. Mm-hmm. You came, was it like Monday, Thursday? Something like that. Two weeks later, you're like, okay, I think I can get a third day in. And then three months later, you're coming four days a week now. So, That's right. you know, just like the plan we talked about, you didn't lay that plan out ahead of time, but it just worked out that way. Yeah. I was just listening to my body and saying, getting, I think I got to the end of a Wednesday, three in a row and going, I can do this again tomorrow. Yeah. yeah I can right. get another one. Yeah. Right. But at first you wouldn't have been able to. So. No, I barely got through one. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's funny because the first time I was, I was here was on, it was 4th of July weekend. And I couldn't, we had done ring rows, I think, and I couldn't lower my arms. I, I have my elbows bent because people can't see besides you. <laughs> and I couldn't lower my arms down like this. I mean, I couldn't have done another workout if I wanted to right. for the next four sore. days. So. We, we actually don't want that. that. That means we did things wrong as your coach. We let you go a little too hard. But our goal is to have people feeling like they're, they can come back the next day. There you go. So. All right, real quick recap. So weight loss for skeptics. If you do all four of these things, I guarantee you that in 30 days, you're going to be a different human being. You're, you're going to be feeling great. You're going to lose some weight. You're going to put some good muscle on your body. So mindset, write down the person you want to be so you can see it every single day. Clean up your environment. Get rid of all the distractions, all the temptations, all the bad stuff. Get rid of it. Diet. Eliminate all processed foods, sodas, all that stuff. Can't have it. Only whole real food and exercise. Do something every day, even if it's as simple as going for a walk. There you go. Very practical, good information. Now, uh, if you're hearing all that and you have a, a question for us, I know that we will always were looking for people to uh, to get involved, right? And yeah. toss us questions. So if people want to do that, how can they do that, Jason? Let's... Uh, Shoot us an email okay. at heyhealthmatters at gmail.com. One word, heyhealthmatters at gmail.com. Um, you might hear your question on a future podcast. Yeah, yeah maybe we'll do that. We'll, we'll take some questions and then we'll just... I want enough for a mailbag in two weeks, people. Get on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll, we'll respond to the email to you or, or you'll find it on an episode. Yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be fun. Very good. All right, Jason. Another one in the books. Uh, hopefully, we're, people are going to be healthier off of our uh, healthier off of our efforts here today. So. I think they will if if they listen. And the the key is the action, right? You can't just listen, but you need to implement. You know, you could listen to hey, Health Matters while you're off out on a run. Hey, there you go. You, you know? know, or you know, you could listen while you're you're prepping your meals for the week as you're you're making your clean, healthy food. If it takes you more than the length of this podcast, it's too long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very good. Well, Jason, stay safe and healthy out there. Thank you. You too, Let's do it again next week. What do you say? Yes, sir. All right. Very good. This has been another edition of Hey Health Matters. Join us next time. Stay safe and healthy out there because remember, hey, health matters. Hey, health matters.